Hey there, extra healthy-ish listeners, and welcome. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast from Body and Soul, this is the Big Sister One to Healthy-ish FYI, hosted by myself, Felicity Harley. Now, have you seen the documentary Embrace? It's on Netflix right now. If not, go watch it right after this podcast. Well, its filmmaker Taryn Brumford has made a career out of spreading the body positivity message around the world with her doco Embrace. The filmmaker and speaker is back with a new film, Embrace Kids. Yes, she's aiming it at kids this time to help them not just embrace body image, but many other things like gender diversity, to help them understand bullying, etc., etc. She joins me via Zoom to tell us all about it. Taryn, thank you so much for coming on Extra Healthyish. Congratulations on your fabulous new doco. Now, how do you stay extra healthyish in your life? Oh gosh, I I move my body, I nourish it, I and mostly I think I enjoy it. I love going on lots of adventures with this body, um, whether that's hiking, whether it's swimming in a cold ocean, um, trying new things. What's some What's something that you've tried recently that's just blown your mind? Um, I did the I did I jumped in the pool in the middle of winter. I was like, what's everyone going on about Wim Hof? Like all my friends are talking about it, so I was just like, oh, let me just try it, and it was and freezing um but yes but it was quite fun because I was sort of naked and jumped in and no one saw and no one was around and I had a real giggle to myself so oh well you got some enjoyment out of it but not into the whole whim hot look I'm with you I think well you know hats off to those people that can jump in in the middle of snow and ice and stay in that cold water for a couple of minutes I'm happy to try anything once. You know, that's that's my rule in life. Always give something a go. Well, you thankfully tried the doco making twice. You've got a new doco out. Give us a bit of a review. Tell us about your new doco and why and who should see it. Yeah, I mean, Embrace was the first film that we released back in 2016 and seen by millions of people in over 190 countries. The number one piece of feedback was, I wish I had seen this film when I was younger. So we made this film for nine to 14-year-olds, but there's definitely a little bit of wriggle room either side. Um, lots of adults are loving this film um it's definitely a film for families we have Jamila Jamil talking about activism in the film Celeste Barber who just makes I went to an audience screening the other day and I kid you not it's people were laughing so hard it was like a a comedy stand-up show. She's the best. We've got Amy Shepherd, Erin Phillips and then 18 delightful kids who will just make everyone be want to be a better person on the planet. How did you go about finding these kids? And can you just tell us a bit about, you know, what areas they cover? I suppose they they represent different areas that you're covering covering off in the doco. Yeah, I interviewed about a hundred kids to work out who would be best in this film. Um, and I wanted children who could share some of their stories and insights around their experiences, whether it be with body image or bullying, gender stereotyping, disability, uh, representation and inclusion. And uh, you know, it's like magic when I watch the trailer and I see all their faces. It's it's um they're just so inspiring. And it just sounds so cheesy, like the kids are so inspiring, but they really are. They just every day I would rock up and whenever I'm around them, they make me want to be a better person. And I don't remember at their age being that articulate or that well behaved, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so 
maybe share one or two of the stories from the kids you interviewed, you know, their stresses, their concerns or their, you know, what they're inspired about and perhaps what it taught you where, you know, kids' heads are at these days. Yeah, I mean, social media came up quite a bit for the kids um, and also how they compare themselves to the people that they see on social media or the bodies or the amount of likes that they get or the lack of comments. Social media was a big theme and we, we were very careful to tread with respect and with, uh, what's the word, just we just wanted to be really mindful not to tell anyone to not be on social media because guess what, it's here to stay. So let's use it in the most effective way that makes us feel good. And there are some great things like, you know, marketing your doco on social media. So there are some and Celeste Barber on social media. I mean, her, yeah, absolutely. Her, she is the funniest in this film where she just talks about, you know, don't let anyone tell you to be anything other than what you are. Just be you. And, um, yeah, I mean, look, in the film there's four main themes, celebrating diversity, fo- uh, focusing on functionality, self-compassion, and also finding real role models. Um, and I think we've done a really good job of that in the film. And there's a bunch of dogs in it randomly as well. Dogs. Let's talk about the, actually, let's talk about the role models for a bit. Are are you saying that, you know, kids work well when they work towards a role model, an older role model? What, What would work best for them and what perhaps did you learn works best for a parent to recommend to their children? Yeah, I mean, I spend a lot of time in schools and I often ask kids to show me their social media and ask them who they're following. And and it's often appearance-based role models. So it's not about what people are doing in the world, but more so about what they look like. And that's a really slippery slope. We know that the research tells us that just as little as seven minutes on Instagram looking at bodies can cause depression and dissatisfaction with your body. God, that's so horrifying. So we just want to really take back the power. Um, as adults, we need to take back the power. We need to show our kids too that social media can be a positive platform. Just be mindful of who you're following. Um, get more cat and dog videos into your life. And I guess really as parents, we need to get our kids to follow people that are doing great things. And that's what you see in this film. Um, a, 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 you know, 79 minutes of just incredible people that make you want to be a better person. I think that's great advice for adults as well. Go through your social media media feeds and question, why are you following this person? Is that, are you following that person because they're doing good things in the world or because they're doing good things because of what they look like? Which is not a, you can do that as well, but you know what I mean. It's just a balance. You know, if someone's making you feel crap, you wouldn't allow them into your friendship circle. You wouldn't allow them in your life. But somehow on social media, we allow people that don't make us feel great to infiltrate our world and our minds and our hearts. And I just think we need to, as Jamila Jamil says, take back the power, you know, block, mute, delete, repeat, um, really kind of um, look after ourselves by who, we look, who we're looking at on socials. We'll be back after this short break with more from Taryn. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. (laughs) Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. I mean, you made embrace what was it? Well, twenty sixteen, or you've been, you know, documentary making about body image for ten years. Do you 
are we getting better in this space? Or I feel like you probably start, made that before the onset of social. Are we getting worse? Sometimes I, you know, on these podcasts, I talk to lots of experts and I think in some ways, oh, we're getting so good at, you know, embracing shapes, all shapes and sizes or, you know, diversity in every single way. But then other times I'm like, oh, are we actually, have we gone backwards? Are we, are we more hung up on body image, how we look like? Yeah, look, I think there's a, there's a really big awakening. Um, Ten years ago when my story went viral and I started this, it, people didn't even know what body image was. I had to explain like body image is. Um, so we have come a long way. I think what's happening now and especially around this film when it releases and the groundswell that I've felt globally we've we're done with hating our bodies and the buck stops here we're we're getting quite um forceful that we just will not allow uh advertising uh, media and companies to put profit before people and in particular when it comes to our kids so I, i think there's a I think we're trending in the right way yep the problem's big the problem's big for our kids but really the solution is is us and it's us getting together talking about this seeing the film reading books immersing ourselves in this world and realizing that the whole body image thing isn't hashtag love your body let's be grateful for our body it's so much more and if we can get that right for our kids they're more likely to to choose healthier foods they're more likely to move their body, they're less likely to smoke and take illicit drugs. We've got all the evidence in the research. We just now need to implement some of the change. I think we've got better at calling it out as well. You know, if we do see perhaps an advertisement and it hasn't got diversity or different body shapes, we we get on there as, you know, and we rally and we call it out on social media. We're like, no, not good enough. You're cancelled. <laughs> Exactly. And that's the, that. And Jamila talks about that in the film. You know, we demand it um, and it happens. Uh, Black Panther is a great example of we wanted representation. We got it and the film did so well. Um, and, and Lizzo is another one. You know, we wanted her. We booked her in, in, in music festivals. We see her. Um, I think the world is becoming a, a, a more kinder, a more diverse place to live, uh, but we've just got to keep forging ahead and we've got to have these conversations. And that's what my hope is for this film, that it opens up a conversation in your families to talk about big subjects but effectively make the world a better place. What was your biggest learning from making this doco? Was there anything that you came out the other side or now you're re-watching it where you thought, wow, I didn't realise that or that worries me? Um Look, I've been, you know, working in this space, as I said, for for 10 years now, so nothing really surprises me. Um, I actually think rather than something worrying me or being shocked by something, I was actually more pleasantly surprised at how much hope I feel in this next generation who are coming through. They're so wise. um, They're so activated. um, They're so ready. And I think that was the best part for me directing this film was immersing myself with human beings who are like that. And I think this film is going to make the adults who see it kind of, you know, what's the word? Um, I don't know, I'm doing this with my like. um, Like sit up and. Like do the right thing. Right, yeah, sit up and take note. And be like. (laughs) That cliche. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's what it's going to do. So I think a lot of hope. Now you have kids, three, right? Do you, how do you navigate you know, the conversations around diversity, body image, bullying and embracing who they are. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's just asking lots of questions. Um, and it's also, you know, if we see uh, an ad on TV and it's sort of lacking representation or there's the stereotypical person who's playing the stereotypical role because they look a certain way, it's kind of questioning why that is. Um, I just think it's about open open dialogue and, and the home being the safe space for no silly questions um, and no judgment as well. Um, I, I think for younger kids, it's there's so many storybooks that are out there now that really do yeah. such a great yes. job of, of inclusivity. Um, and hopefully, you know, it just doesn't even, be, it becomes a not, I'd love to put myself out of a job. <laughs> like, yeah. I think in terms of body image, it's, that's my goal um, is my son and I were sitting on the couch. He's 16 now. It's a few months ago. And I was trying to explain to him when I was at school, if you were gay, it was a big deal and you would have been bullied and probably no one would know because it would have been your biggest secret. And he was like, really? That's weird. Um, and I'm like, so true. And I, I think it was just the beauty in that moment um, for him to, the world has changed so much, you know, um, people are just choosing to be who they are and there's more acceptance of that now. Actually, I agree with you. I had this, um, I mean, the AFLW season has just kicked off and it's it's now in our AFL mad household. It's it, it's like, okay, the men's are nearly finished. Okay, the women's. And even three or five years ago, that wouldn't have even been part of the conversation. And now my son's like, oh, yeah, that's my favourite player. Oh, she's my favourite player. Oh, I love her. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is like music to my ears. This is wonderful that now, you know, they're as excited about the women playing as they are about the blokes playing. Yeah, and I loved having uh, interviewing Erin Phillips in this film and, um, you know, hearing her side of the story and the fact that she doesn't have to tell her kids that they can't, uh, that, you know, her daughter, that she can't play football. Um, it's just going to become the norm. Um, it is it's an exciting time. Actually, and then when I actually, just to add to that, when I was talking to them about they said, oh, mum, what sports did you play when you were young? And I said, well, I, I didn't actually. I just played tennis. And they're like, what? You couldn't play footy? And I was like, no, we weren't allowed. They just couldn't get their head around the fact that as a girl, you couldn't play footy. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? I love those conversations with kids because it shows how far we've we've come, um, and it also um, it also really shows to me how um, how they see the world is just really different, and that is the hope, and that's the beauty is that we can catch kids really early to help build their foundation of values that's based on who they are and what they do, and all the things we talk about in the film: inclusivity, diversity, representation presentation um, and send them out into the world with that lens, without a doubt, the world is going to be a better place and a kind of place to live when yeah. we accept everyone for who they are. Now, just quickly, have you got a favourite bit of the film, a favourite scene that you can share? Oh, that's a really tough question. Um, I mean, because there's, there's so there's so many. I mean, I have to say, I just I love the dogs on the beach um, because I know what went behind that. We couldn't show in this film uh, stereotypical bikini bodies because it would actually do damage to the kids to show them more of that imagery. So creatively, it was the hardest thing. I think it was when I had professional tears in the office. I'm like, I just don't know how to make film 
if I, you know, if you can't set up the story <laughs> and have that narrative of like, here's the problem and let's go solve it. And um, so we inserted dogs. <laughs> um, because oh, well, if all those fails, call the dogs. That, right, and they're cute. And we don't judge dogs for being different shapes and sizes. We accept them and love them. And we don't expect a sausage dog to round up sheep on a farm. Um, so I think, I think for me, you know, that animated scene in Embrace really does it for me because it's, um, because I know that there was a bit of trauma behind the scenes to kind of tell a story that I wanted to tell, but we found a way to do it and we ended up getting dogs in the film, which was great. Well done, Taryn, and congratulations on your wonderful doco. Thank you for coming on Extra Healthy-ish. Thanks for having me. Taryn's tip to keep an eye on the language you use, such a great reminder, isn't it? One that we could do with all the time. Be careful what you say when your kids are around or even when your friends or, be, or what you're telling yourself. That's where it all starts. If you do want to see Embrace Kids and make sure you take your kids, your nieces, nephews, friends, godchildren, take them all. Embrace Kids is out now at a cinema near you. If you do want more from us at Body and Soul, there are plenty of other episodes of Extra Healthy-ish or Healthy-ish, our little sister podcast. For more info, head to bodyandsoul.com.au or jump on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thanks again for joining us today. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay extra healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.